Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Money Stepper Q&A podcast, question 11. What's the best way to transfer money to Europe? This week's question comes from Adam. I'm from the UK and I'm spending the next year working abroad in mainland Europe. I'll be getting paid into a bank account which is in euros, but I want to transfer the money to and from the UK whilst I'm living over there. At first, my money will be going from the UK to Europe, pounds to euros, to cover expenses. After that, I hope that I'll be transferring the rest of my salary each month, which isn't used for my costs while I'm in Europe, back to my UK bank account. What is the best way to do this? Well, thank you for your question, Adam. And it's a question that's very close to my heart. Having moved from the UK to France in 2012 for two years, I found myself in exactly the same position as you. I'd argue that there's probably two parts to your question. The first is how you manage your money. And the second is what is the best way uh, to transfer your money when you do come to transfer it. Why I say the first part is how to manage your money is because you want to try and minimise the number of times, the frequency in which you make these transfers back and forward between pounds and euros. We can minimise the costs of these currency transfers, but in the end, they will end up costing you something. Also, it takes a little bit of time on your behalf to transfer the cash, and so you want to minimise the time you waste on doing these transfers. I'd recommend that you check out our recent article on the concept of hourly value to see why, and that'll be linked in the show notes, moneystepper.com forward slash question 11. Basically, you want to only transfer enough in one go when you head into Europe to make sure that covers all of your expenses until your income starts coming in. But on the other hand, you don't want to transfer too much because then you'll have to transfer it back into sterling a few months later and you would have incurred the, the cost of transfer twice. Now, the only way to do this accurately is to create a budget uh, which will estimate all of your expenses while you're over there. Once you've done all that, add a buffer, maybe 10 30%, something like that, uh, depending on how well you've made your estimates. This amount should be the amount you transfer from pounds into euros to cover those first few months until your income arrives. Now, based on the idea of minimising the number of times you make transfers, you'd think that the best idea then would be just to keep all of your money in your European bank account in euros and transfer it all after you've incurred your last expense after the year and move it all back into pounds. Now, this isn't a terrible plan, but there's two things that you really need to consider if you are going to do that. The first and the most important is exchange rate fluctuations. Now, the exchange rate, so how many euros you'll get for your pounds and vice versa, can and will move and you will be affected by this. Let's take a fairly extreme but realistic example. Say you had a surplus of 2,000 euros each month in your, from your salary for each of those 12 months and say you were working there between July 2014 and July 2015. Now, if you transferred that 2,000 euros... At the end of each month, you would have transferred 24,000 euros. 
that would have been translated at a different rate each month, depending on the exchange rate. And you would have translated in total £18,124. Okay, so your €24,000, if you'd done £2,000 each month, £18,124. However, if you had transferred the full €24,000 in the last month, you'd only have £14,152. You'd be nearly £4,000 worse off due to the changing exchange rates. Now, as I say, it's an extreme example because the euro fell very sharply against the pound over that year, but it can happen. So what you might want to think about doing is spreading some of your transfers over the year when you're bringing money back to the UK in order to reduce the possible variance you feel on those exchange rates. It's very similar to the idea of dollar cost averaging when investing in markets, again, a concept which is linked to in the show notes. The second thing to consider is what is your need for short-term cash in each of the countries? Where is it more likely that you'll have a large expense if your dishwasher blows up or your car needs repairing? You need to best determine how to split your emergency fund between the two currencies to have that money readily available in that currency. The cheapest way to transfer money, which we'll come on to later, sometimes take between five to seven working days. So if you've got an emergency, you need to have that money there. So you'll have to think about that as well. So once you're happy with the amount that you're going to be doing on your transfers and when you're going to be doing them, you need to determine how you're going to do them. Firstly, let me tell you, you need to stay away from banks and credit cards on this. When you transfer money from one currency to another, there's basically three ways you can be charged. The most obvious is a fee or a charge. Uh, For instance, your bank might charge you just a fixed fee of £15 or £20 for making an international transfer. Now, a slightly sneakier way that they get you is through commissions, okay, where the entity exchanging the funds, maybe a bank or whichever other service you use, will charge you a percentage of your trade as a commission. It's only usually a few percentage points, but if you're transferring a large amount, that can really add up. Finally, the third and the sneakiest way they get you is through the exchange rate they use. For example, the official exchange rate may be 1.4 euros to a pound. But if you're transferring £1,000 into euros, your bank may only use a rate of 1.3 euros. So your £1,000 should be worth €1,400, but they'll only give you €1,300. So the cheapest way to transfer money to Europe in your question or to anywhere else is to minimise the total of these three costs. Now, I've included a comparison table in the show notes, which shows how much it would cost to transfer £10,000 using some major high street banks and also using my three favourite currency exchange specialists. As a summary, as I said, don't go with the bank. They're very expensive. It's where the banks make quite a lot of money. Instead, you should use a specialist. In the past, I've used TransferWise, I've used UK Forex, and I've used CurrencyFair. All three of these work on a very similar principle of peer-to-peer exchanging. Effectively, they match up someone who's trying to exchange pounds for euros with someone who's trying to exchange euros for pounds. So they can charge the real exchange rate, and they'll simply charge a small fee for their matching service. It's often faster than using the banks. I found the company representatives and the customer service is much more helpful than the banks. And as I've said, it's a hell of a lot cheaper. Now, the cheapest between those three will actually depend on the amount and the currency you're transferring from and to. So I recommend that you compare each of them. But the cheapest for our £10,000 transfer from pounds to euros, and actually for the majority of transfers I've tried in the past, is currency fare. 
so they may be your best bet add-on for your first transfer from pounds to euros. I've included links to each of these three services in the show notes, so go and check them out yourself for the amount that you're transferring and the currencies you're transferring, and you'll be able to see which one's cheapest for you. You'll see in my comparisons that I've done, currency fair charge a £3 transfer fee, so it's much smaller than the bank's charge, and it's already included in the comparison which makes them the cheapest. But as a special offer for Money Stepper listeners and readers, if you head to the show notes, you'll find a link there to Currency Fair and you'll get your first transfer for absolutely free. Not only will you get the best rates around, you'll also get the £3 knocked off. So I hope that helps you, Adam. I hope that gives you an idea of when and how to transfer your money between the UK and Europe. And I hope it also helps anyone else who's looking to transfer money abroad. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 